How did you come up with Why Am I Telling You This? Now, why am I telling you this? Because it is your future on the line. Now, why am I telling you this? Why am I telling you this? We can do why this. Why am I telling you this tonight? Not to take you down, but to keep you looking up. Why am I telling you this? Why am I telling you this? Hello, I'm Bill Clinton. Hi, I'm Chelsea Clinton. And welcome to Why Am I Telling You This? Our Clinton Foundation podcast. Growing up in Arkansas just after World War II in a family that didn't have a lot of money, most of our entertainment revolved around storytelling. Listening to my relatives and neighbors around the kitchen table or at my grandfather's store led me to believe that everyone has a story and that everyone's story has value. When I got older and got into politics, I always thought the main point of my work was to give people like those I'd grown up with a chance to have better stories. And after I left office, that's the same purpose that led me to start the Clinton Foundation. In each episode of the podcast, you'll hear from me, Chelsea, our foundation staff, and partners. We will share stories of the people, issues, and events that have shaped our work and our world. We know how to cook for the few, but we also know how to cook for the many and especially in chaos. One of the things that we noted was that only one in 10 people who are struggling with a substance use disorder are actually getting treatment. Next thing I know, this man is crouched next to me crying because naloxone had saved his life. And it's that uncomfortable truth that a community has to come to grips with if it's really gonna turn the curve. Every interaction with our children is a learning opportunity. And I said to the guy, I said, you know, I just, um, I cannot believe you guys are here. I can't believe you are here. This must be so hard. So for example, in one community I went to just recently, 833 children would have to share one book. We need to be listening to the people that are supposed to be receiving our aid because they will know better what they need. Only then we can improve the world. The Stonewall Inn clearly has so much rich and important history, but can you just share a little bit about what led up to the Stonewall riots and what happened for the people who were there that night to just say, no, no, like this is not okay, we're not gonna take it, we're gonna resist. There are a lot of stories. What happened in 1969, there isn't a lot of documentation because people didn't want to be outed. So we don't really know exactly what happened because, I mean, you could lose your job back then. You could get thrown out of your family. You could even get killed. Tree, who was one of my bartenders, who was 80 years old, and he was there during the riots. The night of the rebellion, they were after the bosses for money laundering, no licenses, the mafia bought gay bars because they, they knew that's where the money was, you know, because gay bars were a safe haven. When the mafia wouldn't pay the police off that week, they would come in and harass the bars. They were tired of it. They were tired of, of being abused. They were tired of being harassed. They were tired of being arrested. And it just all came to a head. And that night, they fought back. When the police came in that side, my friends and I kicked the plywood door out here, and we got out on the street. Outside, there was maybe 30, 40 people. Within a few hours, there was a couple of hundred people. A couple of hours later, it was close to 900 people out there. The police. They all came out and they just started protesting. 
I think there's so many myths surrounding the Stonewall Inn and what happened here. And I think that, you know, regardless of if it was a brick, if it was, uh, you know, a, a lesbian woman who threw the first punch, if it was a trans woman of color who took off a heel, whatever that might be, it's really about and the entire community coming together and fighting back. I mean, that's really what this was. It was the first time that everyone stood up and said enough. I think that everyone was tired of being oppressed. I think the country was right for that at that moment because of the Vietnam War, because of the civil rights struggle, because of everything that was going on in terms of women's rights at that time. So I think it was just a critical kind of explosive time in American history and the LGBTQ people had been persecuted so much. And more importantly, this was, yes, mafia owned and certainly not the nicest place to have a drink in town, but it was a place where LGBTQ people could actually be themselves. They could actually slow dance together and feel safe. Our movement was launched out of the need to really protect and wanting to have a safe queer space. The uprising and subsequent demonstrations drew hundreds of supporters and jump-started a new chapter of activism and advocacy in the fight for LGBTQ equality, a fight that's still going on today, half a century later. While progress has been made toward full rights, respect, and equality in the last 50 years, there still is so much more work to be done. More than half of LGBTQ Americans live in states that have no explicit non-discrimination protections for employment, housing, and public accommodations. That means that people can be fired from their jobs or denied housing because of who they are or who they love. So why am I telling you this? Well, because we all should care about the still legal discrimination in our country, And because even now, many state legislatures are promoting discriminatory laws against LGBTQ civil and human rights. The Trump administration has banned transgender Americans from serving on our military and is moving to allow adoption and foster care agencies to discriminate against potentially loving LGBTQ parents. None of this is acceptable, and we have to keep working toward protecting and advancing LGBTQ rights everywhere. Hi, I'm Chelsea. Welcome to Why Am I Telling You This, the Clinton Foundation podcast. In each episode, we will share stories of the people, issues, and events that have shaped our work and our world. Today, I'm thrilled to be joined by Kurt Kelly, owner of the Stonewall Inn and co-founder of the Stonewall Inn Gives Back Initiative, a nonprofit that provides year-round educational, strategic, and financial assistance to grassroots organizations across the country that support LGBTQ Americans, particularly those in smaller cities and rural communities. Full disclosure, I'm a proud Stonewall ambassador. There are many times as the police commissioner you come across a crossroad, and I feel I am, we are at one now. I think it would be irresponsible of me as we go through World Pride Month not to speak of the events at the Stonewall Inn in June of 1969. Well, I'm certainly not going to stand up here and pretend to be an expert on what happened at Stonewall. I do know what happened should not have happened. The actions taken by the NYPD were wrong, plain and simple. The actions and the laws were discriminatory and oppressive, and for that, I apologize. We're here today, Kurt, on this pretty extraordinary moment together. What was your reaction when you heard that finally, after 50 years, the NYPD was going to actually apologize? Wow. It's just amazing. I mean, I, I haven't even been able to really process it because I just found out about it a couple minutes ago. Um, I, I'm, I think it's amazing. 50 years ago, they were arresting us and fighting us, and they blocked themselves in our bar. And now 
50 years later, we're now together. A formal apology 50 years later. Wow. Do you know what? I think I was supposed to be there. That's why they wanted that. Wow. I have people that were going to this meeting today. And I think you said the police commissioner, this is all starting to hit me, but I came here for you instead. That was, I was, we were supposed to. <laughs> I'm blushing. You can't see, but I'm blushing. And so no, yeah, humbled um, that we're here together today. Thanks for listening. For more, subscribe for free on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.